this is the borderless podcast let's get straight into it that makes sense like i you know go through you go through schooling here you, you learn a bit about you know australian history um obviously um a bit about you know uk a bit of us history but yeah. really nothing about asia at all yeah. if you think about it you know? yeah if you think about you know i remember when i was in school in malaysia here's something interesting i had to study australia's agricultural background you know what things were grown where and the same way i had to study about you know the party fields in indonesia and then sri lanka tea leaves and and the tea plantations and i go we we actually cover more in asia about other people out in our region but in australia they don't i mean they really ought to understand who came to um, um, malaysia and how it was became a british colony surely we ought to know that but because we don't know it we're not invested we're not connected because australia is a multicultural society that's why i see the you know diaspora really being able to, I guess, bridge gaps. That's how I see it. But I haven't, you know, I don't see many, you know, Asian Australians in these positions of leadership pushing for, you know, better relations. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a you're you're not wrong. It it's not, it's not sufficient. It's not enough. I mean, we we ought to be, you know, regularly should be flights going into Asia regularly out of Australia. You know, if we talk about having being multicultural, but I fear that it's multicultures rather than multicultural. I mean, really, mm. I mean, how many people really go down, you know, let's take, you know, I'm using random suburbs here, <laughs> go down to Hurstville and really get in there, live there, spend time there and go amongst the people, understand what their fears and, 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 and worries are, what their loves and joys are, you know, really spend time, you know, and not feel awkward. Oh, you know, it's so awkward. And I feel there's a lot of awkwardness. I mean, I'm, I'm being general, I'm generalizing, of course, it's not the same for everyone. And I'm for the most part, all, all my greatest friends are hugely open to, uh, greatest Australian friends are hugely open to all cultures. But, but for a lot of people, they're not. It's very, it's not, we don't learn from each other. We don't really take time to go and have our eyes open truly. And, and I think that's, an issue i guess the question then comes well you know what what are the next steps what can we do to improve or not just improving relationships mm. with you know other countries but even within our own society um un- better understanding of each other i guess um what, yeah. what can we do well i think um i think robin d'angelo she wrote white fragility she's we spoke to a while ago um and she she mentioned something about i said oh you know racism how do we tackle this i mean it's all talk and talk and she goes, one of the things that people ought to do very, 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 very early on is, is, is to be very constantly cognizant, like an awareness. You ought to switch it on the minute you start talking to another person. Now, that sounds like a lot of work, you know. Say you go and talk to um, a Sri Lankan Australian and then, you know, you have, she's saying that when you start talking to them, you have to turn on your awareness saying this is a person not not to make them different but saying this is a person who is different to me let me be curious about them and let me be respectful of them and if they tell me that xyz that i'm saying or not saying is right or wrong um i would pay attention to that and show them the respect they need now perhaps we could do that for not just let's break, uh, talk about racism but the same could be said for just every day you know when you go and talk to your mate from I don't know, one day you're, you're talking to your, your, your Asian Australian colleague, you might say, spend some time and say, hey, tell me about your family or let's, let's tell me what, what really is the background. Give me the detail, break it down for me. Really get to understand 
the behind the scenes layers. You know, if you go to a psychologist's room, they'll, they'll, they'll try and talk you down through the layers and from the back to the start and break down all the bits and pieces. Do the same thing for, with the people you know. And then when you have a better appreciation of who they are and the fascination of who they are, suddenly your mind is open. Then you suddenly, so, so, so your Burmese Australian friend, you might start talking about their lives in Bagan or how they fled, you know, a certain diaspora to come here. And they'll, you start learning about the geography and history of the area. Suddenly you're interested, aren't you? You're like, wow, that's interesting. And then you learn that they need uh, more, I know, uh, telecommunications because they're trying to grow their country. Then you go, wow, that's a business opportunity, isn't it? And then you learn and then you go, well, maybe I should go there if I want to be a business person and have opened my eyes to something else. It's, it's conversations and being very open and aware of these special things in the other person's life that can, mm. can become not just an awareness and learning, but it becomes, becomes a business opportunity sometimes. So, I mean, mm. that's what I think yeah. I'll do, but yeah. it's easier said than done. Yeah, I guess people, it's hard to get out of that bubble. You need to actually, you know, get out and pursue these experiences and meet these new people, right? It's, it's easy to get caught up, I guess, in your own little yeah, little don't. world. Yeah, um, be yeah. uncomfortable. I mean, and, and mm. that goes back to your orig- our original discussion about careers. Be uncomfortable. Mm. It's an adventure. If you see it through a positive lens of curiosity and discomfort equals adventure and apply the same thing to the people around you, then you become more connected to them. You're more invested in, you're not as afraid. And then that therein lies the, it's all about connections because we're not connected. If we're connected. Hmm. It, it makes business opportunities a lot easier. If we're talking about, you hmm. know, companies, you know, paying lip service about opening up in Asia. They have to be connected. Now, another question I had was in regards to, I guess, younger journalists, the ones who are just, you know, starting off, obviously, you know, have to be, keep in mind you know across you know integrity and all those sort of topics but what advice do you have for these i guess younger grads or younger journalists i think i'd say make sure you ask yourself why you're doing journalism and want to be a journalist and if you want to be famous then you're in the wrong place you don't you shouldn't do it if you are vain and you want your voice heard then you shouldn't do it to me and some might say i'm a bit naive to say Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, the old school purists, whatever, you know, journalism is no longer like that. But what was journalism about? We're we're the fourth estate. We are supposed to defend democracy and freedom of speech and the truth. The final bastion of anything is the truth. And Mm. if you can't, you can't, you know, dedicate your life towards that, then then maybe that's not the right thing to do. Because it's a very purposeful job. And it's not, it's not a job that you're going to make tons of money. So, (laughs) um, be, be very cognizant of why you're doing it is my, what I'm saying. Um, and if you can do that, like, like what we were talking about before, it's grassroots, isn't it? To have a relationship mm. with us, to Asia, we have to be connected at the very beginning. You want to have good journalism, then your grads and newcomers must know how to practice the pillars of ethics when it comes to you know, their work. Mm. And if they can't do that, don't do it. Otherwise, you contaminate the industry. So mm, gotcha. That's what yeah, exactly. And probably the last thing for people who are struggling right now, mm. let me rephrase it. I guess what are the biggest challenges that you faced in your career and sort of what were the things that, you know, drove you to keep, you know, keep pushing ahead with what you're doing? When I was an accountant, uh, as an accountant or in finance, I think the, the challenges there were knowing whether I was doing the right thing. And there were many times when I were in a dark place, you know, I, you know, was in a dark place and wondering whether I was doing the right thing. 
and again in journalism i think there is always that aspect of oh how should i finish up and what path shall i take um you know am i going to get to my goals you know is this where i want to go and there's always this unknown things that you don't know whether you're going to land right but what I can say is this, what drives me every day is that I work backwards, right? <laughs> I look at my finite mm. time. Let's just say I have, you know, 75 years, very promising. Then I work backwards and go, holy crap, <laughs> I've only got, I know, X number of years left. Then I just cut it up into this and go, what do I want to achieve and how do I fit it all in? And then when I realize I don't have much time, I'm driven like a, I, like the wind. <laughs> That's how I look at it. <laughs> That's how I drive myself is I just allocate what I want to do in that time and go, oh, crap. And that when that urgency sets in, you are very driven. I, I, I don't know if that works for other people, but I'm driven that way. In, mm -hmm. in that I need to make my life meaningful and I owe it to myself to make it as meaningful as I can. I don't want to leave with, I don't, I don't want to let myself down at the end of this life. And even if I don't get all that, get there, I would have said, Hey, that plan kind of worked. Yeah. It was cut short, whatever, but you know, I had a good go that I think mm. drives me every mm. day.